Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Uh, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas right now. Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas! I don't know where you're at. You may actually have already gotten through Christmas, and this may be the day or two after, but we are really, really hoping that you have had a wonderful day. And uh, we just wanted to take a time to reflect with you about this day. And I've asked Jessica to just read the Christmas story. And this may be the third, fourth, fifth, sixth time you've heard it today. Uh, but it never grows old. Thank you for sharing with us, Jessica. About that time, Caesar Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the empire. This was the first census when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. Everyone had to travel to his own ancestral hometown to be accounted for. So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judah, David's town, for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. He went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. While there, while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger, because there was no room in the hostel. There were shepherds camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep. Suddenly, God's angel stood, stood among them, and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, Don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A Savior has just been born in David's town, a Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you're to look for, a baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once, the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. It, this story never, ever gets... Old. It doesn't matter how many times you've heard it preached. It doesn't matter how many times that you've heard it from the season. It's still such a magical, it's not the right word. And so I don't mean that. It just is such a, a miracle that Jesus came and, and that we get to celebrate him at this special, special time. And uh, so I just really hope that all of you had a wonderful season, a wonderful day and that you have put Christ first in your day, because otherwise we wouldn't even be celebrating Christmas. There would be, you know, no use at all. Uh, But because of it, as Christians, as people that love the Lord, it's just such a a reminder to us what what the season's all about. And so I think everyone should be excited about Christmas. I think we all should enjoy it and... and, uh, there's just something about it, you know, that uh, brings love to the world because that's what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. And people do things, and they're kinder around Christmas than any other time. And so it's just really, really great time. Yeah, I've, I've known people that you would think if you just knew them on a normal basis, they were kind of grumpy and grouchy mm-hmm. and really kind of just kept to themselves. But I've seen them at Christmas time just become some of the most joyous people because like little kids it's, mm-hmm. it was like they they had the excuse that it's just christmas so they uh-huh. could they became givers and they were abundantly nice and it was just really good to see that in, in some people that it was just brought out by the season mm-hmm. it's so true because you know lou thank you for sharing it and and i know tiffany you've seen that a lot in you know seasons of hope because it, it's interesting 
people want to get involved. They want to do something for someone. They do. And isn't it, and it's interesting, you know, I, I know the human nature, we have choices all the time about how we're going to act and react to situations. But it's something about this time of year that brings out a kindness and a love. Mm-hmm. Like Lou said, you know, and I know that you've seen so many people get involved in they they want to bless a child. They do, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a very it's a beautiful thing to see. Um, I didn't I didn't know that um, the community at large actually has a beautiful heart, mm-hmm. and of course, people disagree about things. And but like Lou said, when when it's Christmas time, there's there's something in us, and I, you know, it's baby Jesus, um, mm-hmm. and it makes us put aside the things that that just don't make a difference and then they choose to make a real difference in someone else's life and it's just the most beautiful thing and I've, I've been able to be witness to that for a long time that's cool it is and you know it's like the story you just read jessica i mean we've heard that story over and over and over mm-hmm. through the years and it just doesn't get old mm-hmm. i mean to know that here is a young girl that had a visitation from an angel mm-hmm. and the spirit of god you know, uh, came upon her, and she carried the Messiah. How cool. And mm. Joseph could have put her away, but he was sent a message that says, you know, this is, this is my son. Mm-hmm. I'm God Almighty. I'm going, you're going to be the father. You're going to be the one that is going to oversee and help take care of this child and nurture him and take care of Mary and... And so that she won't have to go through shame. Mm -hmm. And it's just such a beautiful story. Mm -hmm. It's one of the reasons is because I think one of the reasons people cannot uh, accept Jesus as the Lord, especially in that day when they were expecting, Mm -hmm. the Jewish Mm -hmm. people were expecting their king to come, you know, riding on a white horse. Right. And here he comes uh, through a a little uh, 17-year-old girl that's never had a relationship with mm-hmm. a man, mm-hmm. and he's born in a stable. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just learned something the other day. I don't know who I was listening to, but the story of how they uh, they took him and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. They that they they spread out over that that manger uh, the cloths that they use to birth baby sheep. Really, and and wow. that's mm-hmm. the, the same birthing cloths they use. Uh, is what they wrap Jesus uh-huh. in, mm-hmm. and truly the Lamb of God. He is the Good Shepherd oh, too. Yeah. Now, yeah. I've never heard that. And, and I thought that was it was you know so so. There's things in there that every time we read it, we get something new out of mm-hmm. it. And we, uh, I yeah. thought that was really a, a a great revelation. He he was the Lamb of God. He came as the Lamb mm-hmm. of God, and he died as the Lamb yes. of God. Yes, and then the Great Shepherd. The fact that that's what the sheep, you mm-hmm. know, I think that's so cool too. And I, you know, I know there's different takes on this, but I'm just going to, you know, say what I'm thinking. You know, Jesus didn't have to go to a manger. He didn't have to not have a place in the inn. It wasn't that his family could not afford it. It's that he came in the humblest of the humble, Mm -hmm. not because he had to, not because even his parents had to, but it was that Jesus also lived humbly during that time so people could relate so much to the fact that they may have 
had to try to find a shelter instead of the inn mm-hmm. to be able to stay. But he came as something that, as someone that so many people could relate to. If you remember, the Bible says that uh, the world was created by the word of God. John says Jesus was the, the word. word. So everything in this world belongs to him. Mm-hmm. He could have he had the penthouse yeah. at, at the, the Hilton or the mm-hmm. Sheraton if there was such a thing right. back then. He could have had the best of it was best. His. It was already his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he laid it all aside so that he could uh, set an example of, of, mm-hmm. of humility and humbleness. And I don't think necessarily that Joseph and, and Mary couldn't have provided a place for him to be born. Well, they tried the, you know, they, they tried did. the holiday. So yeah. obviously, they <laughs> were going to have some money to get into the end. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it, but but yeah, the the story, every time you hear it, it's just something else mm-hmm. in it that that we can mm-hmm. draw from. And that's who we are celebrating during this time, the Christmas holiday. And I know our last program we we talked about the fact that, you know, we start really early getting our Christmas trees out, you know, Christmas music begins to play. Something happens, even that the world doesn't know. There's something that happens when Christmas time is here. And and been so many songs written about it. Yeah. There has been so much proclaimed. And, and I think it's interesting that a few years ago, I don't know if you all, I know you remember it, but remember some of the big stores, all of a sudden they weren't going to play Christmas music. Anything that had to do with Christ mm-hmm. or they so they just they weren't going to they weren't going to play Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Well that didn't last very long, did it? Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple of years and no one could say you could say happy holiday yeah, but but their their employees could not say Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Right. Well that didn't work so well, did it? Mm-hmm. It didn't last very long. Because Christ always keeps rising up, mm-hmm. and, and uh, so I just think that's 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 a real beautiful thing. Here's a revelation I just got just now as I was reading this story, and I know this may might make some uh, religious folks a little upset, so I'll try to choose my words carefully. But uh, it says that she gave birth to her firstborn son, her firstborn a son. The the reason she they said firstborn is because there was probably there was mm-hmm. a secondborn, mm-hmm. a thirdborn, a mm-hmm. fourthborn, and mm-hmm. uh, the Bible says there was uh, brothers and sisters of mm-hmm. Jesus. Yes. So right there it shows you that uh, that that Mary had more than one child. Yeah. Yes, she did. Yes. She gave birth to her firstborn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now I've yes. read that I've read this thing every year for so many years, and and what a what an argument for those that say that Mary. Uh, didn't have any more never, children. Never had any more children, mm-hmm. and that she was still a virgin. Doesn't it talk about later in the Bible that James was Jesus' brother? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel yeah. like that nullifies that argument. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in, in Mark, it says his brothers and his sisters are here with mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Then he says, who, who are my brothers and my sisters? Yeah. Yeah. But yes. But sometimes that's explained away as being their cousins. Right. Because sometimes in those days they referred to him as cousins, but... Uh, that's not what my Bible says. No. no. And and so we hope that you've had a wonderful day and hope that you've had some really great experiences uh, from the days, things that you can laugh about, because you know there are that. There are those things that happen that you can laugh about. Plus we overate. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Sure. 
all the time. All the time. All the time we do. But it's 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 interesting how everything that we do is around food. But when you look in the Word of God, <laughs> there was always a feast. Mm-hmm. There was always, you know. We're just being biblical. Yep. We are bim- being biblical. But there was that coming together and breaking bread. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something about that intimacy that happens. Yeah. When you come together, you plan these meals, these, you know, Christmas meals, these Christmas dinners. And some families, you know, we always tease uh, Sarah that here from the church. We always tease her because they have, they have, it goes on for weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, they have big families. So and, many things. And they have so many Christmas dinners. And it starts mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. it Doesn't almost really works its way through the new year. Yeah. And, and yeah. but but there's a lot of fellowshipping that goes on in those times. There's a lot of relationships. So we really hope that that you can find some good things about your Christmas that you want to share. Uh, I I know there's a little story that we want to share because as we were finishing uh, last week's program, uh, Lou said something. A lot of things that he's learned about Christmas, and so I know for a fact. That this year there was not a stocking for Tiffany that had anything that he used to put in the stockings. And I will never, ever forget. Neither will I. I was reminded of that the first several years we were married. Yes. (laughs) He he brings it up every year, though. But but it also was, it was was so funny, but it also was was so sweet and cute because he he was, but the look in his eye. Because Tiffany could not help herself from, well, you just tell the story, and Tiffany, you help him out with it. So you always have a stocking for Tiffany? Usually. Well, oh. we definitely always did before Max was born. Yeah. I'm sorry, honey. I don't think I've ever given you a stocking. No, you never have. I am sorry. Today's not even day. this year. <laughs> you going to go get me one now? No. No. Um, <laughs> Wow! It's next tra- year, it's next a tradition. Year. It's a tradition. Next year, well, it's a tradition like, to not have like one. Like we talked a little bit about last week, um, stockings were generally just candy um, for me. And so an that orange was, and an apple. And an orange and an apple. Um, so that was what I was used to. So the whole concept of stockings was a whole was something I wasn't familiar with. So I was asking questions like, "So, what do you put in a stocking?" I'm like, well, just little, th- little, small, thoughtful gifts, and I was like, okay, I can handle this. So, at the particular time, at the particular time, you know, we had just been married not very long, and so, um, I know that my wife liked spicy food. <laughs> so, I couldn't think of anything else. So I thought, well, this would be thoughtful because it shows that I pay attention to her and I listen to what she Details. says. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I bought a Don't variety sample of different flavors of hot sauce and put them in her stocking. <laughs> I think that's cute. It is. Very uh, creative. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But she didn't like that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a collection of these little bitty bottles of hot sauce and... I think the part that got me the most was that he was so excited about it. Uh, <laughs> like, wait, like wait it was like, to the bottom, wait huh? till you see what's in here. Uh, and I was like, are you kidding me? You know? well, when you come from and an she apple and an said orange, that. I mean. Right. <laughs> like, huh, that is a step above, isn't it? It is. It is. Yes. Well, and the first time I went to his mom's house for Christmas after we were married, she had a stocking for me. And I was like, oh, 
That is so sweet, but I didn't know about the apple and orange thing. <laughs> and so I'm like, it's very round in the bottom. What could this be? And so I pull it out, and it's an apple. I'm just like, yay, fruit. <laughs> That's so cool. Thank oh you. Oh, my gosh. Did you mean that? I, no, yeah, no. I was like, no, I didn't mean it. I didn't know what to say. I didn't. I was like, "That's I've never seen that before. Thank you. I love oranges. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, the hot sauce, that was a little missed the mark. Like I had hot sauce in the fridge. I need hot sauce, you know. That's I think it. That, I think that's very thoughtful. At least it wasn't Taco Bell packets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't give him any yeah, idea. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'll never forget the look on his face, on oh, her face, though, and his face went because he he was so excited and and I'm sorry, uh, babe. And I don't know what pop that balloon. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. You must. You probably had. What'd you have in, in the stocking for him? Who even knows? I know. Isn't that now? Isn't that funny? No one remembers what was remember, in that. No one remembers what you do yeah. until you don't yeah. do it. Right. Right. right? And, and so, and, but he's like he's he has he's he's a recovered because speaking of popping the balloon, there one time for my birthday, I don't know if anyone's seen Patch Adams, um, but. He decided while I was gone to where he was home and I was gone and he was going to fill our bedroom with balloons. Well, after blowing up about 250 balloons and it only being about three feet deep in the bedroom, he decided I realized I needed to find a smaller room and I blew them all up. By, by hand. hand. Yeah, like oh with God. his mouth. By hand or by like, mouth? By <laughs> mouth. Oh, Every single Oh, my song. goodness. Oh. And oh. so. He's so he's the sweetest. So, so I found the smallest room. In the he house. did. So he put it in the, the bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> and so when I went in the bathroom, he couldn't even open the door, and it was balloons all the way to the ceiling. We have pictures. The it door was open this, in to the bathroom. Yes. Oh. So you it, did think that was sweet. It was so sweet. I loved it. We How had high pictures. Did it go, to the ceiling. Almost to to the, the, ceiling. the ceiling. Yeah, that was on Overton Street. Yep. Yeah. That so, little bitty bathroom. So he's, so from from hot sauce in the stocking. To blowing. Now, that was thoughtful because he, when he heard me say when we were watching the movie, oh my gosh, look at that. That's so cool. Wouldn't that be fun? And so he's like, oh. <laughs> and he remembers. So he's, he's gone awesome. way past the. Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah. It was yeah. for my birthday, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we hope you've had a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful Christmas. Uh, are, is there anything, Chris, Jessica, you want to tell no. about no, this Christmas or <laughs> Christmas well, past? He, he didn't used to get me a stocking. Oh, yeah. a couple years that I don't know if he just didn't think about you it. Just go or, buy your own. That's, I guess he Christmas thought, was another, I mean, that, her idea of Christmas and my idea of Christmas were two completely yes, different things. Yes, that's and, our house yeah. too. And gift giving and gift receiving wasn't that big of a love language for me. Like it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was massive for her. So mm-hmm. we ended up not so much related on Christmas, but other things that we got into arguments over gift giving because I just wasn't used to it. Now I think I'm pretty yeah. good at it now, and I actually like to get gifts now. But I in think the start of our marriage, it was rough. Well, well Bryson came up to me one Christmas and said. Mom, what'd you get in your stocking? And I was like, I didn't. I'm pretty sure that that was only maybe one year because I didn't know. Well, it was that after was that. That was the year he started. That, that, that was after that he, he started. Oh, I'm good at stockings now. Let me tell you. <laughs> but wait, did good. you go to Bryce and be like, Bryson, go ask Chris what was in my stocking? Did you, <laughs> no, no, Chris was there. Did you give her an orange or an apple? Oh, now no. that you've got some new options, hot sauce. <laughs> I would actually like an orange and apple. I love those things. So. Pepper, peppermint sticks. <laughs> Last year's stocking may have been 
I don't remember, but it was extensive, I'm sure. Well, for the listeners out there, I don't know what you, you I don't know what you got in your stockings. I'd like I just like to say, you know, I've I've taught many many years that husbands do not buy appliances for your wife. Don't buy her a vacuum cleaner unless for she asks for it. Unless, unless she, she asks, asks for it. Yeah. yeah, don't don't yes. go buy you know a bullet or a uh, you know a crock pot or something like that. That's just that help her. You know, just don't do that. Get her something that she wants, and if she says I don't care. Then be creative. And get her a diamond yes. ring. Yeah, you can never go wrong with with jewelry. Or you know, or I never say my mom used to do it like this. Oh gosh, that's, yes. that's a bad that bad is, thing to say. That is a bad thing to say. It yeah. is. Chris it has is. never said that to me. Yeah, like, no, that's a bad one never. to say. I got smarter. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. No. I, I only thing I've said is my mom made the best fried chicken and divinity and the best divinity of anybody that's ever hard had. to make. Divinity. Is it? Mm. Yes. She was great well, with candy. I she made the best candy. I'm going to plug Walmart. I bought a what? package at Walmart the other day, and it was the best divinity I've had since my mom made it 18 years, 20, 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope you have made Not some sponsored. Christmas mem- memories <laughs> that, you know, uh, I encourage you to do something different, you know, than you've done before. Um, write down some ideas from... Uh, that maybe you want to do next time next year but go ahead and enjoy the season to the end of the year we got a brand new we got a brand new year coming up 2023 Mm -hmm. and and i feel like uh you know it's it's just such an opportunity for all of us to to renew our excitement for a brand new year because we haven't messed it up we're not there yet Mm -hmm. and uh we we can believe god for good things and uh we can learn lessons from from maybe it was a good Christmas, maybe it was not. But what can you learn? What can you take into the new year of goodness of God into your life? And and uh, I believe 2023 is going to be an amazing year. We're kind of in the hallway of it. Mm-hmm. We're standing in that hallway. And uh, I we read something the other day, and I actually was sharing it with Joy this past uh, few few days. And... And because sometimes you know that the next is right there, and you know that God's got something exciting for you, but you just, you know, you that anticipation, you've been waiting, you don't know what it is, and it's easy to be frustrating, you, you're just standing right there, but a good thing to do is, is realize you're standing in the hallway, mm-hmm. and the door is right there. It's a good time for us to praise. It's a good time for us to proclaim the word of the Lord. And it's a good time for us to thank God for the next. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, and we don't waste our time in the hallway, but we praise and we worship God, and we say what the word of God says, and that door is going to eventually open. And we go into the new because God is into the new. You look through the word of God, there's so many new things. And he says, behold, I will do a new thing. He's going to do something that we couldn't imagine, we couldn't have thought about, but he's already into our next. And so I just really encourage all of you uh, to to go forward. you got a week here uh, before the new year, and uh, resolutions are wonderful. Mm-hmm. But decisions and choices, make good choices. You know, we're not all going to lose 80 pounds in January. And but you know what we can renew our mind and we can begin to make some good choices for God. That's good. And so I just would really encourage you 
the last few days of the year. Let's make them count and go into the new year with purpose, a plan of purpose to be who God wants us to be. Anybody else around this table have a comment, anything you want to say uh, to this audience about Christmas or anything that comes to your mind? Thank you, Jessica, for reading yes. the scriptures. Thank you so much for doing that. That probably was somebody's uh, hundredth time that they've heard it this this holiday season, but it also could be somebody's very first time mm -hmm. that heard that story, and today it made an impact. Absolutely. Today they realized that Jesus came for them. And so, Pastor, I want you just for a moment to expound on that thought and then I want you to pray what was that over our audience. Give him the, the the scripture reference for what Jessica read. Cause I don't he knows. He's that. just teasing. No, I know. But Luke I don't chapter think 2. Oh, okay. The audience, yeah. I, I like Luke's version better than mm -hmm. any of the others, but Luke chapter too. 2, verses 1 through 14. Is 14. Yes. Uh, are such, and, and there's so many translations that out there today. I would encourage you to read different translations yes. mm -hmm. so that you can get a different perspective, a different look. Yes. Uh, and the translation of it, it just... It, there's uh, there's just so much more than just yes. one translation that, that helps you understand it. I agree. And um, I think you uh, I think it's been a good podcast this week. Yes. Really good. Yes. Well, shall we pray? Is that yes. what you said? We yes. Shall. Yes, we shall pray. Okay, let's all shall pray. Okay. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share the good news of the birth of Jesus Christ. And we know, God, that it was the beginning, the very beginning of our relationship with the Lord. And, God, we thank you not only did the, the dateline bend at the birth of Christ, but there was a, a whole new dispensation coming towards us. And we thank you, Lord, that, that because Jesus was born, he lived those 30-something years and then died on the cross for our sins. And now we can have eternal life through Jesus Christ. But it all started with the birth of Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Father, that many people throughout this holiday season uh, are making new commitments to you. There are some that are coming to you for the very first mm -hmm. time, some that are renewing their commitments to you. And we just thank you, Lord, that you are here for us and there's, there's nothing that's impossible for you. So we just bless our audience. We, we bless this uh, ministry team that was here th this evening. And so we give you praise and glory and honor. And thank you for the great plans that you have for us in 2023. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Merry Christmas. Amen. Yes, Merry Christmas to all of you. And until the next time at the table with Darlene, we pray that the blessings of the Lord will chase you down and, and that the peace of God will rule and reign in your hearts and in your minds. Shalom. Thank you for joining us today at At The Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At The Table. You can also check us out at darlenerhodes.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.